welcome to the Creating Us podcast, hosted by the Office of People and Values. My name is Jason Weber, your host, and I'm joined with the rest of the Office of People and Values, Deshaun Avery, Tom Price, Jackie Jackson, and Tanya Fraley. For today's episode, we're going to continue our discussion in the Beyond Service value. And as a reminder, our Beyond Service value states that we should create and deliver positive defining moments. And specifically, what we're gonna talk about today is the first guiding behavior, which is anticipate the needs of each individual and respond with a generous heart. Now I'll say this has led to really good discussion and conversation within our team because this is a this is one of those guiding behaviors that you know our interpretation of it really makes a you know it 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 is a big deal right in how we want to view it and so I'm excited to explore that today and you know when we think about this idea of anticipating the needs of each individual I'd love to open it up with you know, what, what stands out to you? What, what really, um, what resonates with you as you're hearing that? And, and Tanya, if you don't mind, we'll start with you. And I know you introduced a, a word that you found that would be um, really applicable. And so Tanya, I'll turn it over to you. Well, um, I did learn a new word that I had never heard before. And that word is socioception. Um, socioception is the sense of yourself in relation to other people around you. And so in thinking about that word, I thought, you know what, that's exactly what we have to do um, when we start anticipating the needs of people around us. Um, we have to have that sense of ourselves in relation to them. I, I think that the whole concept seems simple as far as anticipating the needs, because we automatically think of it as simply opening the door for someone, or if somebody has their arms full offering to take something that they're carrying. But I think we can go a little bit deeper with that, especially in the work environment. Um, I would think that for me, it's a matter of, I really have to stop and observe around me what's going on. Um, I have to listen um, and be aware of what's going on in other people's lives. Yeah, I really think, Tanya, that's really, it really opens up my eyes too. And thank you for sharing that because when you think about respond to each individual and look at their needs, I think it really, it really says to me, you know, each individual deserves a individual response and anticipate those needs. So we can't just do a blanket response, one hat fits all sort of thing. And so I really think that be aware of myself and others around me and then anticipate their needs, which are going to be different and respond with a uh, generous heart. I think that's the that's the key, because sometimes that, that requires effort. Because uh, it's easy just to, you know, give somebody a cup and say, pass it down. But somebody want different things in their cup. Or, you know, it requires different effort and different energy. And I think that's a challenge sometimes for us because we, we sometimes don't want to go that extra mile, which requires extra energy. Yeah, and I think it requires some empathy too, Deshaun, because 
we have to put ourselves in that person's shoes. Tanya and Deshaun shared, um, and their sharing made me think about relationships. From what they were saying is that you need to be able to anticipate the needs of the individual and be able to do that. We need to know what that person needs and how they like their needs to be met. So for your, on your team as a supervisor or just as a team member, we need to get a feel for who people are, kind of know them some, get to know them. And as we get to know them, we're able to then provide the assistance, anticipate their needs based on how they like to be helped rather than what you think is the right way of helping them. Mm -hmm. So I I just, I got that from what I heard from uh, Tanya and Deshaun sharing. And just to piggyback on, you know, what Deshaun said is you have to, and kind of what you uh, mentioned, uh, Jackie, you have to know your own stuff also. You know, what are my needs? How biased am I? What are my values? You know, so I think uh, a lot of times we have to start with ourselves and then project that out to our team members or, you know, anyone that we know on a personal basis. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and Tom, I'm so glad you said that because something just clicked in my mind as you were saying that. Because the second part of this guiding behavior is respond with a generous heart. And so, yes, having those relationships and and developing that with your team, but also having an awareness that other people are going to have different needs than us. And so that ability to be able to respond with that generous heart, which again, as stated earlier, leads us to that empathy, leads us to the compassion, the grace, and all of these other points. But there's still some hang up here in regards to anticipate the needs. How, how do we do that? Or, you know, if I'm somebody who's like, yeah, but I still don't get what you're saying. What what do we do with it? I think anticipating the needs of people is something that you have to be intentional about. It's not something that you just fly by the wayside and do. Um, Going back to the relationships And then from there, uh, Tanya mentioned earlier about watching, you know, looking at what's happening and how people are responding. So you have to be able to identify, you know, what the needs, what the real needs are, you know, and then um, planning, having a plan of action. How are you going to go about doing that? Yeah, it it reminds me of, and I know most of, you know, us women, women, I've heard this about the love languages when you, you know, when you really look at those and say, Hey, you know, I, I really like, I want you to confirm by telling me, you know, that you appreciate me. Someone else may say, Hey, you know, I, you know, I want, I want you to, you know, cuddle me. So knowing those languages in relationship are, are really important uh, to help. But I would also say in the workplace, knowing our relationships, to know exactly what we need is important. And, and yeah. that's the point you make, Deshaun, is that a lot of times I think, I think you alluded to, we want that verbal confirmation, adulation, but also you need to pay, pay attention to the nonverbal. You know, like Jack said, well, when you're developing a relationship, it's not just the verbal, you gotta be good at picking up or cognizant of the, of the nonverbal responses that people are giving out. Well, no, I, th- I, I completely agree, Tom. And I think that sometimes this is just something that we have to practice. You know, I think there's going to be times that we take it too far and people don't like it. 
And, but, but I think that it's a matter of, okay, I tried that. That didn't work very well. Okay, maybe I need to backpedal a little bit. What can I learn from this? And, you know, I guarantee if I, if I anticipate the needs of someone and I've taken it too far and they're not happy with me, I'm going to rethink the next time on this particular person. I don't need to go that far. You know, um, it, it's like I was when we were talking earlier today, you know, maybe I'm too quick to jump in. And, you know, maybe every time Jason drops a paper, I rush to pick it up and we bump heads a couple of times until I figure out, you know, hey, it, he's OK with picking up his own piece of paper on on this one. I'm tired of bumping my head. Um, but I think we have to just step back, stop, listen, observe, and that's going to guide us. But we just have to try it and practice it, see how far you know, we can go with each person without it crossing maybe over a line that says, this is way too much. You know, it, it takes me back to the difference between the golden rule and the platinum rule, which we all know the golden rule is do unto others as you, you would have them do unto you. But the platinum rule is do unto others as they want done to them. Um, and that's a very loose definition of the platinum rule. I can't remember it exactly, but I think that's where that anticipation comes from is, is by just really observing what each person needs, what they want, and then respond from there. Yeah, I, I agree, Tanya. And I'm just going to help out my friend, Deshaun, because um, in the workplace, we would call physical touch, not cuddling. And, <laughs> and, 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 and that would be like a high five, <laughs> but also acts of service. And then the words of affirmation, which Tom was mentioning and quality time and tangible gifts. Those are the five uh love languages, I call them in the workplace. And uh, Tanya, you are on point because we definitely have to serve people in the way that means most to them. And that is gonna differ from person to person. You know, and I, I appreciate you um, uh, defining that and bringing it into the workplace because uh, it definitely threw me off when Deshaun said cuddle. Um, I don't know about <laughs> you guys, but I hope you got a laugh out of it because I know we all did. You know, it's, I've really been sitting and thinking because, you know, these different perspectives around, you know, this idea of anticipating the needs and, and I'm, you know, thinking about how we can connect it back to create and deliver positive defining moments. You know, I almost look at it at, at, a, at its most basic level. I see somebody carrying something. Maybe they've got a number of things. It's me stopping and saying, can I help you? But what are we doing? We're asking that question because maybe they don't want help. Maybe they've got it packed just a certain way that if you touch it, it's going to all fall. So they wouldn't want your help. And so really this, to me, and one of the easiest ways we can anticipate the need is to inquire, to ask a question. Can I help you with that? Um, you know, is there anything that you need support with or help with? And, uh, you know, really asking those questions, but doing so sincerely and intently, you know, and that just, it pairs so well with our kind hearted and one team value as well, that 
It is. It's about developing those relationships. It's about not allowing, oh, I don't know them, so I'm not going to help, right? Or I don't, you know, whatever. I'm not going to rush to judgment. Um, I'm going to assume good intentions. I'm going to, you know, be able to say, hey, is there something I can help you with if I'm able and if I'm, you know, have that ability to do so. So, you know, lots of different ways that we can, we can approach this. I think that one of the challenges, well, it's not a challenge, but the thing that I, I'm becoming more aware of is that as I walk the halls here, you know, at the Health Science Center here on the Abilene campus, we have to be aware of the culture, of the, the cultural awareness also, because there are people from other countries with, you know, they may have different beliefs, uh, you know, uh, different ideologies. So that, the Texas Tech in general, people from all over the world, that we have to be aware of that, I think more so than uh, other places that uh, people tend to work at. Yeah, I love that. I love that, Tom, because, but it really goes back to, as Tanya mentioned earlier, socially aware of myself, but then how also I want to meet the needs of others. Because again, how we want to meet their need, we do want to know their culture and, and, and understand, you know, uh, how we can meet those needs. But I think it goes right back to, um, you know, just really learning, building relationships and being able to meet those needs in a way that they can be appreciated because what, what, what may be okay in one culture may not be okay in another. So it goes back to knowing the person, building relationships enough to where we could anticipate those needs and meet them uh, generously uh, in a kind, hard way. You know, one of the key things that I really enjoy that we keep coming back to, and, and I say this only because I see it all over the place, is relationships. The idea of getting to know your teams, especially as a leader, but even as part of a team, the ability and the willingness to, you know, really seek to understand, to ask questions, to get to know. Um, you know, we talk a lot about viewpoints and perspectives and life experience that people have. And I think, you know, there's a, there's a big opportunity for us to leverage those life experiences and those perspectives. You know, it makes me think I, uh, this morning was finishing a course for our One Team Fellows program, and uh, it was on authentic leadership. And one of the activities that we have them do is this who I am activity. And it is real, real simple, uh, but yet it's very profound and very impactful. Essentially, it's a line. Uh, and you make it into a timeline. You can start whenever you want. You can end it whenever you want. But what are those defining moments that have shaped who you are today? And these can be of good examples or bad examples, right? I think professionally, I've used this and I've described it where I've had negative examples and how they've helped inform who I am today. But there's also a lot of positive things that can be done. And all that to be said, when we, when we take that time to reflect on where we've been, right, and where we are today, and the lessons learned, that is, a, that is a perspective that, you know, if shared, if learned, if people ask, if we're willing to hear uh, what other people have to say, what they've been through, maybe how they view things, again, just think of the, the growth that a team could have, uh, or that two individuals, two team members could have, you know, by taking that time to listen and hear 
the viewpoints and perspectives of others, which again, I think fits in well with that anticipation part, because again, you know, there's a surface level, but then there's also that deeper level. And if we're not willing to, at least with those within our inner circle, go to that lower level, we're going to have a harder time, you know, anticipating and being able to support others. So, you know, when we, when we look at this behavior, there's a lot to unpack, right? Uh, I think there's a lot of viewpoints and a lot of perspectives that we need to consider. I would be curious, and for our listeners, I would love if you would shoot us an email, opv at ttuhsc.edu. How do you interpret this? How, how would you apply this guiding behavior of anticipating the needs of others and responding with a generous heart. Well, what would that look like in your team, in your workplace? Again, our email is opv at ttuhsc.edu. I, I would welcome, I would love it, um, you know, to get that feedback of how others are. Because again, we're, we're bringing five perspectives, five viewpoints of it. So while we wait for those comments to come in, let's go around the room. What, what's your piece of advice? What would you give uh, individuals as they are leaving this episode around this guiding behavior of anticipating the needs of each individual and responding with a generous heart? Deshaun? I'll go first. Oh, oh Jackie, go for it. Oh, that's great. Uh, my, advice, my advice would be to um, be observant really uh, be observant and watch the people and not just watching, I think being curious and asking questions to get to know the individuals that are on your team. I think that's where you start. Wonderful, Tom. I think that uh, kind of, you know, what, what, what Tanya said in the beginning is you have to have empathy and then you have to respond in such a way to where, you know, you're showing the empathy. A lot of times I think you react the situation versus respond. We talked about that over the last couple of weeks, responding versus reacting. But me, have that empathy. Put, your, put yourself in other people's shoes. Excellent. Deshaun. Yeah, Jason, I think it goes back to the servant leadership uh, part that it makes me understand that all of us can be a servant leader. And then we have to know those that we're serving. And once we know them, we'll know how to serve them. And that's, that's what I take away from it. Wonderful. Tanya. Um, I think we just need to stop and we need to observe. We need to listen. We need to watch. And then we just need to step in and try things. Um, try it. Practice. Some things are going to be successful. Some things you're going to fall flat on your face. But just be resilient. Get back up. Try it again. And I think that as we do that, we're going to find that balance of what works. And the more we practice, the easier it gets and it becomes second nature. And um, it becomes a part of who we are and how we do business here. You know, and I wanna build on what you were just saying, Tanya. And, and you know, the reality is, you know, when we're dealing and interacting with other people, you know, it's, it's always a learning opportunity. 
There may be times where we believe we are anticipating the needs of others when in reality we're not, uh, or it's taken the wrong way. Maybe it's not interpreted the way we want. I want to echo that, be resilient in the sense of just because, you know, if I were to ask somebody, you know, hey, you need any help with that? Or, hey, you know, I want to be able to help you with this. If they don't respond or, you know, they respond with a no or say something like, I don't need any help. Again, be resilient. Just keep going. Don't let that dictate how you anticipate the needs of others in the future right? It, it's really a learning opportunity. It's a growth opportunity. We can be wrong. And I think that should be expected. So overall, anticipate the needs of each individual. This is a tough one. There, there's a lot here. But again, I would encourage you, send us an email. Let us know how do you interpret and how do you apply this anticipate the needs of others and respond with a generous heart. I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode. I know we had a lot of fun uh, putting this one together. Again, if you have any questions, comments, shoot us an email, opv at ttuhsc.edu. And until next time, take care. <laughs>